Hey, this is Gator Shipley with the Loose Lips with Gator Ships podcast, and you're listening to my guys at Ramblin' Raiders. Yo, all right, man, we are back. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ramblin' Raiders podcast. I know it's been a while since we've logged on, but we're happy to join you today to talk about some of the uh, concerns and issues around Texas Tech basketball and where we're heading from here. This is some premium Texas Tech content with questionable takes, zero laughs, dead-ass serious the entire time. Uh, welcome to Ramblin' Raiders Entertainment. If uh, real quick plug, uh, quick plug. Excuse me. If you haven't already, guys, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Pod and Spotify. We're going to start putting our content back on there. Uh, you know, here in the coming months. Believe it or not, Lane, we have not updated that since no since 2022 back in November. Wow. Word on the street is people are thirsty for that premium Texas Tech content. Just on not like looking at you and me, but just on Apple Pod, Spotify. That's right. So make sure you're subscribed there again. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, YouTube. We're still going to be using our YouTube channel a lot for some shorter, uh, you know, clips and video content. So drop us a sub on our YouTube channel, Ramblin' Raiders Media. You can do that right now by hitting the bell, uh, subscribing, and then hitting us with a thumbs up if you like this content and if you like uh, the audio and everything that goes into the production of what you're hearing right now. With that, dude, I think we're ready to kind of dive right in, man. Mark Adams suspended as head coach. Uh, Lane can see the chat. You have it pulled up over here. It looks like we have uh, our long-lost brother, Big Pick Joe, is is tuning in. in the chat. Can't believe I got fired. Hey, he's not fired, man. It's just we're not talking about sports gambling right now, which I know is the only thing you care about. So once, <laughs> once we start uh, talking about sports bets, man, we're going to bring you back on for the rip. What up, Nick? Shout out, Nick from Portland. Uh... And then we got Carl, como estan? What's up, brother? We're doing well despite uh, despite what's going on here at Texas Tech. So, like I said, we've been on a bit of hi- a bit of a hiatus, right? Work has been an absolute backbreaker uh, these last couple of weeks. Really, all of last month, I was on the road a lot and just didn't have a chance to you know hop on the mics and kind of discuss what was going on. I don't think we missed a lot, though, right? Like, nothing crazy's really happened. No, no. And, everything's been quiet yeah. over the last, you know, 72 hours. I was, was going to say, nothing important has really gone on then. Uh, so, I don't think we missed much. Guys, looking at kind of where we're at right now, um, you know, all jokes aside, Mark Adams, suspension in the state of this basketball program. I want to start us off with a timeline, right? Uh, corny jokes aside, let, let's kind of get to how we've – how – or, we got here. Yeah, let's discuss, I should say, how we got here uh, to to date. Um, Sunday, March 5th, if, you know, for whatever reason you're not on Twitter, you just don't really, you know, care as much to pay attention to kind of what's going on in Texas Tech news. Mark Adams is suspended as the head coach pending an investigation around an, uh, an inappropriate statement he made in reference to quoting some scripture with a player in practice. On Monday, so yesterday, if you're if you're uh, tuning tuning into this right now or later today, March sixth, assistant coach Corey Williams is named interim head coach. I believe the quote, uh, and actually Carl, shout out Carl in the chat right now, uh, provided us with the the scripture that was used. It's First Peter two eighteen has to deal with you know paraphrasing here to an extent. There's a lot of different you know variations of. Um, wording and translations in the Bible, interpretations of the Bible, but servants be subject to your masters with all respect, essentially is kind of the general verbiage that that was used here in this Mark Adams quote. So 
let's just have a let's have it out here man reaction lane it's good to have you back in the studio yeah. uh with these headphones that are really like no benefit to anybody but us i guess so we can hear each other yeah uh, they just look better with I that think. with that crisp sound it makes us look more legit more official um yeah, man, where I mean, where's your head at with that whole that whole situation? I mean, because everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know. It's just a really stupid thing to say. I mean, I get you, uh, you know, you're quoting scripture. You can be religious and stuff, but that's just not the right comment to make as a head basketball coach in that situation. Uh, you just got to be smarter than that. I think it's just a really bad comment that he made. I mean, yeah. it's just you know, what do you expect's going to happen when you say something like that? Um, I don't know. That's Twitter. I'm not going to worry about Insta right now. That's where I'm at, though. I mean, it's just a, it's just not very intelligent of him to to be yeah. making that comment. Are you are you mentally and and physically like holding up okay? No, I'm fine. I mean, I think he, he might not be a good coach. So, so we're not we're not uh, too stressed about that. So yeah, no. Um, in in he's had a lot of off court issues. We'll say that absolutely, I and mean, we're going to touch on that here in a second. So to Lane's point, I agree. Look, I, I want to start off by clarifying do i think mark adams is like an overt racist with this no i don't um you already had previous players come out to his defense you know from the things that we know as of right now no i don't think that that's the case and you know it's been a kind of back and forth here to lane's point and what i'm about to touch on was he tone deaf and using that quote uh was it a mistake on his part yes absolutely he he got caught trying to make a point in in just a very um i'd say inappropriate way essentially you know i you can sit there and kind of guess at what he was getting at ultimately of hey we all have to buy into this wants to be, make this guy more coachable yeah coachable buy into the program but there's, there's better a lot, ways to do it as exactly there's a lot better ways to go about it than really misusing scripture in, in the context of of you know your role as the head coach with these players in a team setting um, do I think Adams cares about these players in the university? Yes, I do. I, I don't, again, for, with the information that we have as of right now, and it seems like more is about to come out, but from what we know right now, I don't think Mark Adams is this like evil monster, right? Like he's, I don't think he's malicious and, and, um, again, is he just kind of a, a DA and like, and, and like he made a, he made a bad mistake and, um, you know, bad decision. Yes. Stupid comment. Stupid comment. Absolutely. Um, about it the wrong way, but I don't. I don't think he's this malicious dude who doesn't. You know, he he doesn't want the best for players and for the university. Last but not least, and this is the big one right here. This is what everyone keeps debating on Twitter, and what I, I want us to unpack a little bit more is this: is this going to be the sole reason? And I do think Mark Adams will ultimately be terminated as the head coach at Texas Tech. Uh, that's in, in the days to come. I believe that will uh, be the ultimate outcome of of what we're seeing here. Is this the sole reason? Is this instance that happened with one player again the mis, you know, quoting script, uh, kind of misuse of, of trying to quote scripture? Is this the one thing that is the reason Mark Adams is in, you know ultimately going to going to get fired? Absolutely not. No, I think it's a accumulation accumulation of things. Of one, this comment, his all of his off court issues. Yeah. Right, he's had several this season that are rumor. I don't even know. If, it, if they're true, there's rumor, but it's been bad. I mean, there's been a, a cloud of off-court issues. There's been smoke. There's smoke been a lot of smoke. All around uh, off the court. And then on the court, the production hasn't been uh, as good as we've seen in, in previous years. So accumulation of all of that means yeah. the way Texas Tech released this, the way they went about it, they suspended him. 
Uh, ultimately, they're laying the groundwork to fire him for cause. Yeah, they're building a and foundation. Mark Adams, like uh, that clip on ESPN said, uh, Mark Adams is trying to lay the foundation for his uh, rebuttal, his, rebuttal, argument, his yeah. argument and saying that he was not fired for cause. And eventually it's going to end up just like the Mike Leach case. Yes. Uh, he's going to end up suing the university for the money he believes he's owed because he does not believe there was just cause to be fired. Yeah. So for everyone who's who's under the impression that, you know, I see a lot of that. Oh, I can't believe, you know, we're so soft generation, yada, yada. Can't believe that our, our administration would give in to firing a coach for quoting scripture. It's it's a lot more. It's a it's bigger than that. There's a lot more moving pieces going on, exterior motives, off court issues that are resulting in what you're seeing take place with the suspension, with the pending investigation. So that's not the only reason Mark Adams is, is as I just stated, I believe ultimately going to get let go. Another point in case, look at Greg uh, McDermott over at Creighton. I mean, he said, his statement in, was a lot worse. in my opinion, yeah, his statement was a lot more damning and was worse in his case, and he survived it. If there, there had not been, you know, uh, built-up animosity, sort of, you know, off-court issues and built-up animosity between Adams. Again, this is all alleged, but Adams, Boosters, administration, and we were a tournament team right now, middle of the pack, Big 12 team. He comes out, he apologizes. It's over. He, move, he, he moves on, and it's, it's you know, no sweat off anybody. So, yeah, that's, that's not the only reason that this is going to play out the way, ultimately, I think that it will. Okay, so let's talk about kind of the build-up here as, as we look at our script, man. Everyone's trying to get their hands on a script nowadays. Joe, if he's still in the chat. Joe's really looking for a, a script of how like to really formulate and make some money. Joe, if you can find the script on sports betting, please share so that we can share with our listeners. Point over kind of how this is built up and then the areas of concern for me with this, because I'll go on record right now and say where there's smoke, there's fire. And to me, the best course of action moving forward is I do believe Mark Adams should be let go. I do ultimately, and this we were on board with this hire initially. We yeah, said absolutely. in the early ongoings, as was I think a lot of other people, we said this is a uh, you know he this is a good hire, and we'll kind of break that down a little bit more when we talk about Kirby. I think we were a little naive. Yeah, well, it was an emotional time. Everyone, yeah. everyone was an emotional wreck. The players were you know there was this underground campaign for him, and we'll talk about that here in a bit. But earlier in the season, and we try not to give way and give light to you know the the what are they called message board uh message board you know warriors warriors and leaders and those that are throwing out all these you know unsubstantiated claims at the time um some of them as we know are are you know well-founded and have a little bit of merit to them others you got people that just want to be relevant and try to you know make a claim that's not you know absolutely accurate and so you can't give way to too many of these rumors however in hindsight looking back now Right, we've had rumors all season long about this pressure building up with off-court issues that started in Maui with Mark Adams. Uh, again, I don't want to get too into the weeds, but basically, with some family controversy, uh, controversy, questionable behavior, and and uh, antics around a relationship. Yes, <laughs> that he's having. Th those were part of it. The other uh, rumors that were circulating at the time was that he was just extremely egotistical, hard to work with. His relational skills weren't great with the boosters, were with uh, potentially with Kirby, with his staff. His own coaching staff was having a hard time, you know, being able to contribute to the overall, I think, scheme of what was going on. 
and you heard this and you heard this. We didn't, again, we didn't speculate too much on it. Now I think you're starting to see a picture take form here, Lane, dots being connected, that there might have been some more validity to some of these off-court issues. Yeah, I mean, clearly um, these instances have kind of bottled up, uh, I feel like, and then been, have been waiting to be released yeah. at the end of the season. We're going to find out a lot more in the coming days. I think more is going to be released yes. as we move forward. Texas Tech is taking the precautionary steps, suspending him first. And then, you know, they're going to release more as time as more comes out yeah. and, and everything. So you're seeing it all bottled up towards the end of the season. And that's something we kind of talked about off pod is uh, at the end of this season, we're going to find out a lot. And, yes. and here we go. And yeah, it's a so strap in. It's just the beginning. I was going to say the, the first domino has been laid. And yeah. I think uh, you're going to see, I mean, and a domino laid is a domino played. Is a domino played. Unfortunately for Mark Adams, he cannot take that back. You, uh, you saw today some of our, our more prominent boosters, the NIL guys, tweeting out. Uh, it was actually it was real cryptic, and, and almost I felt like a real slap in the face to Adams because they were quoting Scripture, basically insinuating and alluding to the fact that what was said in the dark and things that happened behind the scenes will ultimately come to light, so watch what you say. Yeah, and so, so uh, we're going to find out a lot. Yeah, we're going to find out a lot. And, and I'm still on record right now, again, before – before all of the accusations or all of the information comes out, again, I don't – is Mark Adams in over his head, which is going to be the ultimate point here for me? Yes. Is he suited to coach his team moving forward, this program? Is he capable of uh, achieving and sustaining the success that we've had in previous seasons? I don't believe so. I think it's it's starting to become pretty evident now, and we can kind of say that more confidently. But, again, I don't think he's a racist. I don't think he's, like, just – out to get players malicious like he's there's a reason you know he's been in this game for a long time and hasn't had damning you know like just damning overly damning accusations in the past. exactly so i want to go on record i don't think mark adams is this terrible dude that could change and subject to what's going to be coming out here uh in the in you know the next couple days but ultimately right now it's just uh, a lot of things that are coming to fruition at once uh, in my opinion so um, this won't. This the won't best be the way to put it for Mark Adams. Yeah. Is look off the court clearly uh, has a ton of issues at this level. Yeah. On court, um, do I think he would be as good as previous years? No, I think he would be an average head coach in the Big Twelve. We might make the tournament some years, might not some years. Yeah. Um, that's the the on court part of it. The best way to put it is overall at this level, this stage, he just got in way too over his head. One hundred percent and. You're, I mean, yeah, Lane, I, I couldn't agree with you more here, man. This won't be the last accusation levied against Adams. So, in my opinion, uh, another thing that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with what you were hearing from the message board heroes earlier in the season is that, you know, a, a lot of it dealt with his ego, right, and about feeling uh, – and, and I don't know if maybe it was some of that pressure getting to him, finally yeah. him realizing maybe it wasn't going to be the – the um, easy task or road that, that he sort of felt that, that it could be. But my biggest concern, going back to the incident that's that's currently being investigated and has kind of blown the lid off of, of everything that's, you know, that around Mark Adams and his potential cause for fire, is the way he responded to this was, was concerning to me. And I think it validated some of the rumors that had been mentioned by NIL boosters or message board. Uh, he, well, he immediately started before. started his defense yeah. of 
kind of protecting it by legal action. Yeah. He was going to, you know, go on the defense saying there's not just a cause or just cause of firing. And I agree with that. But with that being said, the fact, and I think it's because he knew what he knows what's coming. Yeah. But the fact that he didn't apologize, because look, again, you know, elderly religious gentlemen, um, you know, I, you know, we're, I go to church. Uh, I'm not, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm uh, like, Three fourths of the way through the Bible right you now. Church, you're not. Hey, man, I, I I do absolutely all the time. So, you know, you go read scripture, and you gotta. There's a lot of context that needs to be included with it, right? You got to look at it at the time it was written, and, and you know exactly what it's alluding to, and, and some of the underlying principles and uh, kind of moral kind of guidelines that are yeah translated that are being laid out. It's not something you can just throw around willy nilly in 2023. Um, dependent upon context and and not have it be misinterpreted. So, Adams, in this situation, you come out and apologize and just say, "Look, I was trying to make a point that uh, clearly was this was not the most effect- it was yeah. not the most effective means of relaying the point of again being coachable, buying into the program, all of these things. I made a mistake. It's my fault. You know, I love these kids." It's not hard to do that. It's really easy to come out and make this. Especially if that's what you were trying to do. Exactly. It's a, to make this apology, right? And, and and the fact that he admitted to quoting the scripture and then doubled down saying that that he was trying to make a point by using that and that's it. Yeah. That there was he, no apology uh necess- that there was no apology necessary and he's on record stating that he did not apologize. To me that again that validates fact said that he did apologize. That validates that sort of outlying uh, egotistical factor that seems to have been a problem from a relational standpoint with Mark Adams all season long. Yeah, to me, I've said it before, but I agree with ESPN. He immediately goes on the defense saying there's not just to cause fire. Uh, He knows there's more coming, and that apology would have, for him, been almost like an admission of guilt Guilt. saying that there is cause to fire him. Yeah. So uh, he immediately went for the defense uh, on that, which means there's probably more to come. He knows he's getting fired. I, th- I think it's easy to take away that, like you said earlier, one, I think Mark Adams is getting fired. Uh, two, this is shaping up to me for whether it's just cause or not. Um, you know, I don't want to compare it from that standpoint, but this is turning into a, a the, the Mike Leach 2.0. Well, it's turning into it. Because they're trying to get rid of Mark Adams without having to pay. Gonna, but that, he's going to fight it. Yes, he's going to fight it. He wants to get his money's worth. And honestly, I think you're going to see a big fallout. Uh, ultimately, this is not good for the fan base, not for the, the program, for the program, the supporters of this program. And I think you're going to see when he is inevitably fired. And if he doesn't, we'll come back and say that we were completely wrong. We were wrong, although I'm just pretty confident in that, in that stance that he's going to get fired. You'll be able to come back um, – Where's I going with that? And or and look at it, and so you're going to see some fallout from fans that maybe are not quite understanding that there's more to this than just what his mis misquoting of scripture. Right? Yeah, there's more incidents. So there's going to be infighting, and ultimately it leads to this last point I want to make before we hop off here, Lane. Uh, keeping this with under 30 minutes. Kirby, and that's looking Holcutt. at Kirby Hocut. Old Kirby Hocut. Kirby from day one. No, we? and I yes, we, we have. <laughs> but any last kind of points on that lane? Uh, real quick, I, I am excited. I was t- talking to Lane about this off pod. Really excited for Coach Williams to take over as the interim head coach. See what he can do. There's something to be said. This team's talent has been there all year long. You know the players, the uh, the Jimmys and the Joes, as as uh, coaches sometimes say, as our dad likes to say, the Jimmys and the Joes have been there all along, right? So. Do, are, do these guys rally 
around this incident? Do they rally around their new interim coach, Coach Williams, and just go off and have a great tournament? It's very doable. I'm more optimistic. More on that tomorrow. I'm a little more pessimistic. Lane's pessimistic. It's so tough on a program to like with yeah. all this other stuff going on. Stuff. No matter how good you are as a coach or a player, it's just, just it's just really tough. Distractions. You got players thinking about oh, portal season's coming up. Yeah, Am I? Tough. I'm getting calls. Uh, actually, by looking at Pop Isaac's dad's tweets, clearly there's some tampering going on. That uh, that's actually just documented now um, for everyone to to witness on Twitter, but. Yeah, ultimately, I, I just think that this is one of those terms where if it's a to- or times, and it could go either way. You're absolutely right. When you have this kind of toxic, potentially allegedly toxic culture on a program, and you remove that quote unquote bad apple or you know that that piece that's hindering you, sometimes it's it's kind of that that safe that pressure valve that you need yeah, to get that that negativity out of there, and the guys might respond well. So I'm I'm. I'm typically an optimistic guy when it comes to Texas Tech, to my own fault, my own detriment, but I think it's going to go well. Real quick, closing remarks here, unless you got anything else on Adams? Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens to Luke Adams. Yeah, and I will say in that last game, I mean, body language tells a lot, and Luke Adams' body language kind of, to me, suggested that we're, we're he, he knew what was shit. happening. And I'll argue the point on this, too, uh, that actually our, our we were watching with um, a good buddy of ours, Big Pick Joe's older brother James, our father. We were doing a quail hunt out in Yancey. Went, got some dinner, watching the game or late, yeah, early dinner. We were basically getting the early bird special there. The end of that game, the the rotation, the the guys that you have playing now, again in hindsight, looking back, I think that might have been a, an fu to some players. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of felt that way. I mean, you're not going to have your leading scorer and. Kevin O'Banner, who's also one of your best rebounders and defenders out there. Pop Isaacs, your your you know greatest scoring threat from deep on a on a you know in, in on yeah, a consistent level. Whenever you're looking the, at volume, um, or the the guys out there didn't make sense. Davian Davian Harmon, yeah. and I get they kind of were helping leading that comeback, but something felt a little weird about that whole situation. So more to come out on that, but this is where we are at with uh, Mark Adams and and. The way he responded to this whole allegation, not apologizing, Lane's pointed out very uh, well. Well documented. Well documented, <laughs> very articulately and correctly that, you know, it's probably Mark Adams building his case early on. But the what, the fact that he would not apologize about it tells me that I think some of these issues off court are indeed as bad as they might have been portrayed um, by the message boards earlier on in the season. And therefore, I believe for the, the best course of action for this program to grow and move on and heal from this is to fire Mark Adams. I'll go on record right now. Who we go get? And you know, people like, it's, it's a big deal like when you have two randos like us like go on record and say that. Who do we go get? Okay, Kirby Hocutt. Look, we've been staunch defenders of Hocutt from the very beginning. I still am not at the point of what's fire Kirby Hocutt. I, I don't just hired I just think he... Well, we think he just hit a pretty good home run on the high, uh, football coach. So uh, I would say so. I mean, it certainly looked that way in year one. Has Kirby had some misses? He's no Shia LaBeouf. He's had misses, okay? <laughs> he's had misses, yes, absolutely. The other kind of indictment against Kirby is, you know, he's hired uh, a few coaches and like Marlene Stallings, our softball coach that, that um, ended up being let go for, um, yes. for like abuse and, and, you know, mistreatment of players. It, Something to me that I think is telling of good leadership is that the way or is in the way he's responded 
right. when there has been an allegation of abuse and mistreatment, Kirby has not said on it. Hey, let's let's take a look over uh, across the way in the South at Alabama's AD right now. Yeah, I mean that that's guy, a dude who's potentially got a player playing on their basketball team who was an uh, accessory to murder. Essentially, yeah. I mean, provided the I don't want to misquote that from a legal standpoint, but potentially provided a weapon to a guy who did commit an act of violence. So, and, and right now it's crickets, silence. They're not yeah. saying anything. So, this is this is not a issue that's only relevant or only pertains to Texas Tech. Stuff like this is going or you know going on around the country. We have coaches and players, especially in the new age of of athletics with NIL and and kind of. Uh, more of the like the the sensitive nature of, of of athletes and sports, and I think it's just part of the evolution of where we're at, kind of as a society. But Kirby, when 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 things are brought to his attention, at least from what we've seen investigations show, he acts quickly on them. And to yeah. me, that's a that's a positive that you attribute to Kirby. He's made some bad hires. He's made some great hires. All in all. Um, I'm not at firing him yet. I think he's done a lot of great things for the university. But let's talk about this because we usually are on the side of defending Kirby, defending Kirby. Oh, he handled this situation correctly. He acted appropriately. Bad hire, for sure. Looking back on it, and it's easy to say sitting in our seat. Yeah. Because we were we were in support of it. Now, But we're not in a position to make the hire. Exactly. We, we were, <laughs> you know, there was a, a lot of existential circumstances to consider here. It was a very emotional time. For you, for me. I mean, I was I was crying every night. We were just you know heartbroken throughout that whole process with Chris Beard leaving. It was an emotional um, environment for everybody in Lubbock. The players started a sort of started as maybe an underground that sort of evolved into just this rally cry around Mark Adams. He didn't get on that plane. He was always the defensive mind. But what's uh, crazy that, is that, the guys who left the portal after the next season. Oh yeah, no, I mean, there's there's. Telltale signs kind of later on, but in that moment, and this is going to be my point, ultimately, is that I do think Kirby Hocutt deserves to be ridiculed for this, for this situation. I do. I think that he made a rash decision and hired a guy who was out of his depth and, as we've seen this year, was not suitable for this position. Was not – he was in over his head, was not ready to coach and – you know, be that CEO type role that you have to have out of head coaches these days with NIL, with boosters, with the with the way money has now inserted itself into the game and how players are at times looked at as, yeah, they're their players, you love on them, you're coaching them, but they're also employees, right? Like you're trying to keep them happy because they're assets, they're their client, you know, kind of well, not clients, they're working for you, but they're assets to you. And they people are bidding on them. People are trying to get them away from your quote unquote company or corporation or whatever and you got to be able to play that um that role of you know brokering these relationships and and making sure that guys are taken care of you're coaching them hard there's discipline but there's also that pat on the back like hey man you know you're doing a great job we want you to stick around and oh by the way go talk to so-and-so he's got a twenty-five thousand dollar check for you right um kirby does deserve to be i think again not i don't think he deserves to be fired but i think he deserves some ridicule on this yeah, I think this is a bad hire. Um, obviously, we didn't say that when it first happened, but you know, going back to we, it in the in the interviews, and we did question two things, which I'll get to. We and I do remember people can go pull tape if they want. We did have two questions around Mark. Yeah, and it's the guy was clearly out of his depth. I think it was a rash hire. I think he was kind of backed into a corner, wanted to get something done quick. Everyone was rallying behind him. Tons of support it around easy, it. It was an easy get. 
Uh, it was it was an emotional hire that it was a mistake that put the fire out initially. Yeah. Um. And then and then like three other fires like sprouted up like right in the course of a year. So, in a situation like that, when you're getting paid the money that he does, you have to be able to see. You have to be able to step back and see it with a clear lens. Yes, have an objective overview look and say, look, well, why hasn't Mark Adams been a head coach uh, at a major D1 program throughout his tenure? Um, Is he capable of having that the the relationship skills that you need to succeed in this position? You have to be able to to really dig deep and, and ask these questions. And again, I know it's easier said than done for us. But I, if you you know take a little little um, trip back in time, dude, to whenever that hire happened, yes, we were on board, hundred percent. We were like, oh, he's a defensive mastermind. We bought into that. The players said it. It's got to be true. We believe it. Um, and I still think that with the right guys, Mark Adams is a de- is a, isn't a, you know defensive X's and O's genius and kind of guru. His philosophy around the no middle defense has shaped the way a lot of really good teams play defense in college basketball, especially in the Big Twelve, right? So Mark Adams, that was there. I think that was always a, a you know valid point of of um, yeah you could support do that. yeah you know around Mark Adams. You got to look at the other things and well. and a a notch in his in his belt you know and a good standout on his resume. Two things that we did bring up, we asked, we said, can he recruit? Which he did recruit, you know, that first season off season. Can he recruit? And then what's his vibe like? Like, what's his energy like? You know, Chris Beard was a always pumping up the crowd, basically a master promoter of the program, working with the boosters. He, for all the flack and all the 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 hatred towards Chris Beard, you go back and you can say he did build Texas Tech's basketball program. Yeah, and he did it by playing the game, the booster yes. game. The let's get fired again fired up. He's a just high energy He's guy. He's a high energy guy. And we were we were like, look, Mark Adams seems like a guy who's always kind of waiting in the wings. Quiet. Uh, quiet, you know, behind the scenes. Is he gonna be able to provide that same energy, that same output, and have the relational skills that Chris Beard had with um on the recruiting trail with his staff, for the most part, I mean, we didn't lose a lot of staff. We questioned it, and we didn't know. And clearly, now we can look back and say, clearly Mark Adams did not have those capabilities, was not ready to absorb more than the X's and O's role. Right. And so, as for Kirby Hocutt sitting there, I get the pressures associated with it. Again, it's an emotional hire. It feels like the right hire, and it appeases everybody's appetite at the time. But when you're getting paid the money that you do, you have to be willing. And it's hard to it's, it hurts to say this as a as a previous you know and still a, a Kirby supporter to an extent. You have to be willing to dig deep and make that hard decision, make those hard assessments, and say, "Look, I know everybody wants this guy, but we are going to be but better after off." My down, interview, it's not the right. Hire. We are going to be better off down the road going with a different option in three to five years. This program will be in a better place, and it will be with Mark Adams after after three to five after years. Two years and. Mark Adams had had the players he needed in year one to make a Sweet 16 run and continue to allow his defense. But there was cultural issues within that season as well. There was. Those guys could run his defensive schemes efficiently. The there whole, were still cultural issues. The whole Shannon thing and yeah. everything going on there. Yeah. With McCullers deciding to leave as well. I mean, there was clearly something there wrong was, there. There was still some stuff going on ultimately. But then when you bring new guys in, it seems like he thought – Oh yeah, I'm gonna bring in some guys with more offensive capabilities who are who who can play that scorer's role, right? Like a Pop Isaacs. And just coach um, on my defense. 
a kind of a Jalen Tyson, although I think he's got more potential on that end of the ball. Uh, maybe Davion Harmon's another one. I'm going to bring in guys that have more are, are more offensive savvy and have more offensive potential. And guess what? They're just. It seems to me like this year, what he did was he goes, "We're going to bring those guys in, and they're just going to run. They're going to figure out how to run my defense." And, and they couldn't good. do it. Yeah, they couldn't do it. They were not capable of of playing the no middle defense with the personnel that we had um, in the game, and, and they just weren't up to par with that style of play. And guess what? There didn't seem to be a backup plan. There didn't seem to be adjustments made and and alternative strategies proposed. Uh, in at halftime, in in uh, practice, whatever you know, however you want to look at it, and I think that's when Adams started to really sort of. And this is again, it's all speculation. This is just one guy's connecting the dots and and kind of outside opinion when considering some of the variables and factors here. I think he was in over his head, man, and he started to feel that pressure, knew it, and relationships suffered because of it. Mm-hmm. Kirby Hocut is on. I think he's going to be skating on thin ice moving forward. And I do believe it's a little bit more justifiable with the Mark Adams situation. He needs to make a home run. He needs to make a big hire coming yeah, up. For, for basketball. Because I think if he botches another one in basketball, you're going to have to start having a different conversation around his yeah, – his, But he did just have a – so far, no, he, year one, a good hire for football. For football, exactly. And so I'm not saying Kirby Hooker's not capable, but – for those that are questioning him and people are pushing back on him, questioning his uh, his leadership abilities, his his um, you know they're saying it's that valid. this was yeah his uh, his what sorry his headphones it's valid yeah yeah it's valid like his it's pushback um, is valid you know mistake in hiring Mark Adams does he need to be held accountable for this I I think he does a hundred percent here's a question so, from uh, Larry John. Oh, we got L- we got LJ in the chat. This is a pretty good question. If Tech needs to hire a new coach, do you see uh, hiring from within, hiring someone already available in the market, or poaching someone? I think the the first best off, case shout scenario, out LJ. if we can do it, is poaching someone pretty good, or hiring someone who's uh, recently retired. I've seen some names be thrown yeah. around. That would be great. I don't know if we can do that though. I don't know if those people are willing, but. Maybe poaching someone on the rise would ideally be the best move. I think. I yeah. think. I think you don't go within. I want to give a shout out to LJ real quick. Just just celebrated a birthday. Uh, my coworker and my good friend. Um, looking forward to the next time. I mean, he's the one that keeps me sane when I'm in Austin doing business because he's that Red Raider outlet that I need to go. We watched the Kansas game together on uh, that was on the road in Lawrence. And you need someone there to suffer those those highs and those lows with you, you Absolutely. know, that heartbreak. So, LJ, thanks for joining the chat, man. Um, I'm with Lane. Well, and I'll say this. I think I want an outside guy this yeah, time. I don't I, think you go within. I, I think hiring from within would be a mistake. It's just it hasn't worked out in the past when you look at uh, Kingsbury ultimately, although that one I would say was more justifiable than this. Mark Adams, it just uh, – there, there's well, other programs have tried it as well, and it just, it just never seems to yeah, pay off. Really. It, it hasn't necessarily worked out the way most would like it to. So my opinion is, we got to go outside, and you either have to go with a a Rick Pitino type. <laughs> That's what uh, Julius Caesar. Imagine Rick Pitino becomes Tech's head coach. Hey, I, I, I'm not against there's so much. Con- there's controversy around Rick Pitino. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm just say this: a guy who's taken two different teams to the Final Four. I'm not against giving him a call. Uh, yeah, I'm not against interviewing him. He's also, I think you got to hire a guy that's like a no, 
no like stimulations clean, around him. He's got to have a clean slate. I man. agree. Well, Patino, despite I don't think it would necessarily be a bad hire, but I think it would be a risky hire for it's Kirby. Risky. It's a risky hire for Kirby with, as Lane said, the the previous you know um, previous issues. I think there's other people you can get that have a, a cleaner run a cleaner. Well, everyone's throwing right out the now. UNT head coach is kind of a you know seems like a front runner right now. So there's a lot more to go into this, and we'll All get right. into that. Uh, Joe's got a good point here. Chris Collins from Northwestern uh, has been doing really well. Yeah, yeah, he'd be a good one. I mean, you got to go outside and like Lane said, you get one of these guys that's on the rise. I think find them on the rise, or or you got to find a hidden gem like a Joey McGuire. Yeah, ultimately, so. Uh, with that, we do not have the outro music, um, but no, it's it's okay. We'll just do a cold, cold outtake here. But yeah, man, thank y'all for joining us. This one went a little longer as it typically does uh, than than what we were hoping for. But yeah, I mean, now y'all kind of know where we're at here. Mark Adams on the hot seat. I don't think he survives. Uh, what's going on, and what will continue to be alleged? The the uh, case that they've built against him. I don't believe it's all based on the incident. That happened last week before the Oklahoma State game or whenever that that happened in practice with misquoting scripture. There's a lot more involved to this than than what meets the eye. So we're going to stay tuned on that. We're going to keep bringing y'all these uh, these episodes. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Ramblin' Raiders, Instagram at Ramblin' Raiders. Our Facebook page is Ramblin' Raiders Podcast and TikTok is at Ramblin' Raiders as well. Guns up. Let's uh, beat West Virginia tomorrow night. Beat those Mountaineers down and make a run in the Big 12 tournament. That's all we can do at a time like this. Also, AM in baseball, bunch of frauds. Texas Tech blew that game. Definitely the better team. We'll, have, we'll have more on that coming out at a later time. Thank you. Guns up, baby. We'll see you all next time.